Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 1st. Andy, how we doing? Just so much better now. I hadn't even put two and two together until you said that. I was, uh, you know, I, I got two great things going in my life. You know, we I'm living in the Pat Bev era of the Chicago Bulls, you know, and, uh, and it's March 1st. What what's good about the Pat Bev era? Is that is that hasten the tanking? I don't understand. Like Pat Bev is like one of these guys. Just the coverage and amount of content is not commensurate with the impact he's made over the last ten to fifteen years in the NBA. He's a locker room guy, man. You know, he's uh, sounds like he tanks locker rooms. No, I don't know. I don't know. We're here uh, on he's, occasion. We brought it's we br- always... brought a Chicago, uh, you know, one of Chicago's favorite Beverly? favorite yeah. guys, you know, Chicago uh, product home to play for the Bulls. You know, we're here. We got Pat. Oh, he's Bev. from Chicago. That's right. Where'd he go? Where'd he go to school? Oh, what was it? He went to it like not King. Whit- it was uh, Whitney Young or one of those. No, not Whitney Young. Or he her. was he was uh, he was a late bloomer, uh, okay. and. Okay. Uh, Kind of okay. like had a unbelievable senior year. God, it's killing me. What got what it. high school? It's uh, not Crane. I'm All looking right. it we'll up. We'll figure now. it out some other time. But some Marshall, 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 which was okay. uh, famous for the uh, hoop dreams. Oh, okay. that's where Ar- Arthur the, Agee went. The other, yeah, the non St. Joe. Talk about one, a great movie. Oh, it is a good movie. It is a good movie. It's wonder how that's aged i haven't lo- watched it in a long time so i watched it a few um, years ago it was really good enjoyed it but you know i'm a chicagoan so i'm probably biased there yeah uh i'm not a dc resident or a uh, dc uh native but i'm a resident now the best high school basketball in the country is in washington dc <laughs> and i i have not i've not I'm that's, not biased to say that. Absurd. It's not close. I went. I watched this weekend the Catholic League. It's absolutely loaded. Not just Catholic. Every league. That's pri- a ridiculous public, statement. It is the best high school basketball. The highest level. The most. The deepest. It's crazy. How how it would go to a ton of games with my kids. I don't know why we're talking about this, but because it concluded last night. It's crazy. I know Chicago's good. It is astounding. They don't have like. They haven't had a stud five star in a while, but like the amount of like four stars, three stars, like division one prospects on like so many teams is crazy. So that's my little high school uh, retort. Do you do you realize like the amount of high draft picks that are from Chicago? Totally. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm talking about depth right now in the D.C. It's it's a disgrace that like Georgetown is so decrepit and Maryland, I guess, is kind of coming back now. But yeah, it it. it it's amazing how deep it is. They DC, I don't think has had that run of that kind of like top picks, five stars, but the depth is, is crazy. So, all right, 
we do we did get an audit is, is new the- york the most overrated basketball it's been a while i mean you can't just keep throwing kenny anderson in our face for 30 years and Spassy Telfair. Like, I mean, Telfair. I don't like I'm so it. Just happy feels like Bassy up. we've been doing that for like the po- New York point guard. I, I just don't know that that's that they've kind of lived up to the reputation for a long time now. So, uh, but, but we'll see. Philly's good too. Another strong that you count like Camden and some of those areas. Uh, Philly, Philly's a strong, strong market right now. But, um, all right. Someone did an audit. I guess we have first of the month in March, May, September, November, and December. I don't like so knowing be... that. That, that. You don't need. Don't don't let me know about that. Well, you'll figure out a way to cram it into others when we're not even recording on the first. You'll you'll contend, you know, that it's close enough to the first that it's a first of the month recording. Uh, we got another good week here on the PGA Tour. We go to Bay Hill. Uh, we go to Puerto Rico. We got the double dip. The I don't know why we need. I think we might we have to make PR the field. event of the week. Come on, really? Well, yeah, you know, it's just it's a content content bonanza. Always, it's always just fun to scroll through. I've told you to not look at the field list because I got, got a little a... game prepared for you. All right, I can't wait. I just I think you're disrespecting the Cola Guard, which is a favorite. It's oh, just one of our the favorite events the from the the Dump in a Box Classic is back. Think, the, here's the a question. The Dump in a Box is you, having a moment right now. It's never been more you, high profile. The Box. Do you think SNL timed this up to get ahead yes, of the Dump I in the do. Box Classic? Yes, I do. They knew the wave was coming. They knew Champions <laughs> Tour Golf was coming, and they had to get their little skit out there because it would be increased shareability because all the Champions Tour fans would love to see it with Woody Harrelson. That was amazing. We had a lot of people send us that. You know, We've been talking about Colaguard here for five years i mean it's it's the dump in a box classic again we're not pro colorectal cancer we are all for the products it's just the mechanism with which the product is used we have a little amusement with and that's all that's all so that's the cola guard classic it's having a moment that that dancing talking box is 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 everywhere these days i figured that would be event of the week but we'll start with uh bay hill it has 44 of the top 50 in the world Top three players in the world, I think, are all there. Uh, it is a designated event, $20 million purse. And this is sort of the cadence we're on now. We get two designated events a month. It's kind of a sprint. Um, some of those will start to become majors, which will differentiate kind of what we've seen here with Phoenix. I LA. mean, we get three this month. Do we? What? We get this, players, and match play. Oh, that's right. It's match. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. So that's it's busy, busy time of year. Um, this was elevated before there was designated. This was sort of the one that they said. What happened they, to the elevated events? I don't know. I mean, that was. Do you think that I, I this remember, is an elevated designated event? I don't know. Does it get more us. FedEx Cup points? I think it still gets the 550, right? Right. I think that's right. Riv got 550. I remember being down in Orlando when they were like, hush, hush, like, hey, next year, like the tour is just going to pump this full of cash because they're scared about it. No one coming anymore. Like they do the Byron Nelson and they don't want that to happen to Arnie and Jack, the Memorial and Bay Hill. And that was kind of the creation of these elevated, uh, elevated events. And now here we are. And it's like, you know, we've got 20 of them, 17 elevated events, more or less. Um, I like this event. I, I, you know, 
you you made your point on Monday about context when we were talking about live. Um, and I'll add, actually, I was thinking about this in the couple of days since then. And this is not Liv's fault necessarily. It's just they don't have history. But to your context point, like, say John Rahm had gone to Liv and he showed up and he won Mayakoba by a lot. Would we have any sense of, like, how well he's playing this year? Like, we no, do now? None. And so that's a different kind of context. And maybe that doesn't matter to players. I think it probably does to some to understand how well they're playing, that they really are. But the what the tour tours events and schedule do, does is give us a little bit of that context better we would we understand the level at which john rom is playing and i don't think we would have uh and that goes for the guys who are playing well on live i just it's, it's still hard we get we were kind of thinking about it on monday in terms of charles howell the third and what that means and eugenio chikar and what that meant as a young up-and-comer the, the other part is like the elite guys. I, I think it's hard to really get a measuring stick of how well they're playing. And maybe that's scary. They show up in majors and just blitz the field or, or maybe they just don't feel like they're ready. Yeah. And obviously I think a lot of that has to do with history and over time, this is stuff that gets built. And, you know, I think the, maybe the fallacy, the, the failure of live was not understanding the amount of time that is was going to take. Um, I think that there's when you start something just in general, you don't have a sense of how much work and how long it's going to take. And a lot of people think if you just throw money at something that it's going to work right away. But like the, the issue, the, I think the deep rooted issue is the, the context of the competition, which, you know, even if they had a, more great players there's we'd still be in that same conundrum right like what yeah. what does this mean because yeah. you know in in the tour that's like one of their strengths that's all that's always going to be the thing that you're trying to overcome as an upstart league right so yeah. that's like one of the things but then also from like the i think where they're probably getting squeezed the most from their investors we can put air quotes under inv- maybe investor and the squeeze is the happening, way. as we would understand be, it. Stipends, travel, yeah. private jets, those big private jets that were a lot of content last year maybe aren't the case this year. You just get a stipend, the team payouts, there's, you know, but, but go ahead. The so I think, that, I think there were some really bold revenue um, goals. And, and I think that... Fantasies. Yeah, goals, and I think fantasies. that's where the... Um, you know, you don't realize how long it's going to take to do stuff. Like I, you know, I think back to when I started the fried egg and like where I thought I might be. And it's like, you know, I was super naive about a lot of things. Like I, na- I, you know, I looked through some old docs the other day when I was moving stuff around in the shed and I nailed some stuff and I was way off on other stuff, you know, but like, this is the thing is like, you don't know. And like, you tend to underrate um, some of the more difficult aspects of of starting something from scratch, and I think that they've drastically underrated the idea of creating a competition being closed off. Like the feel of a competition is where they've really f- faltered and failed. And the other aspect is like people just don't throw money at you. Like they want to see what something's about before they throw money at you. 
sponsors, brands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like, didn't mean to get into live, but yeah. Yeah, I like agree. what it's a double sale. You have to sell them on what you are, but then you also have to sell them on the idea you have for them. And that's that's the hardest thing to do in the world. Is it's hard enough to sell somebody one thing. It's hard enough to sell for the tour to sell, hey, we want you to sponsor this new um standings Comcast that we have. Business. <laughs> Which is actually the same standings. Like that's hard to sell. But if you also have to sell them on like, hey, I know you've never heard of this golf league before and we're, we're backed by the Saudi Arabian government and we've only been in existence for a year. You have to sell them on like the idea of sponsoring you, but then also your idea for sponsorship. So it's it's doubly hard. So yeah. I think like, you know, when you start to think about the fallacies of, of this league, I think they were pretty spot on with how much money it was going to cost to to start but the revenue coming in they needed to understand it was going to take 10 years before real money came in i don't know that that patience is there and uh, yeah we'll see because they're the laughing stock too that's the other problem is that they've they've made them i i don't know why we're talking about this i don't either i want to just talk about context and i was talking about like i mean We'll do the ratings later in news. Let's just get off. Let's this. know. Let's, let's just get. Let's do it now. Right. I This will be. You know. Th then we're done with live. All right. Yeah. Ratings were shitty. Now everybody again, and everybody's going to punch at this. Uh, ratings are kind of silly. They're kind of stupid. Um, you know. That being said, it was bad. But you have to start somewhere. That that's like. You know, if you wanted to take a glass half full, full approach for this, it's like you have to start somewhere, and it is what, what is, it what is. What do you define as somewhere? I mean, those numbers Existing. are better. The numbers are better than they were on YouTube last year, especially at the end when like 25,000 people were tune, tuning in. 250,000 yeah. is way better. Sports TV rating says, I'm told that on CW's flagship in New York, the household rating was 0.08. And it's 7,679. I had an industry person at a, at a network email me um, yesterday with kind of an interesting insight. Um, it said it's like point two is like the Mendoza line, this person said. Like, it's just, we just laugh, but this is when people turn on, the, on their TV and forget to turn it off. And it's like a cat in the room. And that's like, that's what a point two is. Um, but this person also suggested Honda was down point two and was that live was that the same audience did live take one eighth of the honda's honda's aud uh, audience from the year prior when it was whatever shane lowry and the septic tanks so, so it's kind of an interesting exercise the numbers are bad though they're they're really low and it's i guess in, in network circles it's known as it's the, the it's kind of the internal joke. It's the Mendoza line is point two. Well, um, in that case, like the good news for Liv is there's only one way to go. And if they have any progress, maybe. if they get it to point four, they can say, yeah. hey, we doubled in this year. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and they'll they'll tell us that. Anyways, that was that was my my whole pondering the last day, the context issue that you raised again. We've talked about is like not knowing. You wouldn't know how uh, the, the tour stage provides r context for Ram and understanding that he's on a heater, one of these great heaters. He's a deserved number one in the world. And we just wouldn't have that over there. And 
that probably matters. I think to players now who gives a shit about that for some people, you know, they, they don't care, but some players probably want to know that. I think John Rahm's probably one of them. So anyways, that's more, more context talk. I brought that up just because as a way of saying like why I've come to love Bay Hill, because there is context. There's the goofy ass 15th hole that nobody can hit the fairway and you're hitting over hedges. There's the sixth hole and the moments there with Bubba withdrawing to allergies after dumping a bunch of balls in the water. There's Bryson. There's the par threes all being the same length. There's like, you know, the images of Arnold, Tiger. I've just come in the the conditions in recent years with wind and and some of the firmness. I just have caught, like, do I think it's like the best golf course? No, of course not. Or, Or the most exciting event. No, but I've come to really enjoy it because of that context in recent years, and it's mostly amusement. It's not like... Um, I mean, something that's super fun to watch is like, are they going to put their thumb on the scale again and make the course like a like just insanely hard? Because even though like players are saying, I'm not going to stop coming here if you keep doing this. Now they can't stop coming here. They've got you know, 44 of the top 50. They've got it's a designated event. What if nope. what if this was the designated event everybody skipped next year? I think they'd get the message. I think they'd understand it. Still no Rod Pamplin, but fortunately Robert Gamez is out. I think after what did he shoot like ninety one last year in WD to, uh, walking off the course. They but tapped him on the like, shoulder. I don't know. Thank God he's playing maybe Puerto Rico. I don't know. You'll have to let me know who's in that field here in a segment. Uh, what else do you have on Bay Hill? What would you like to talk about? Do you want to do one and dones? We don't have tea sure. times recording here a little early. I'm going to go with Rory. I don't think All I've right. used him this year. It's You're pretty, not like, saving him for a major. Chalky ass pick. No, I mean, it's a $20 million purse. I, I mean, you know, the major is going to be $20 million even. Players is $25. Like, I, that's another thing. What's the master's purse going to be? See, I, I'm in a league where we get more points for majors. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So money doesn't matter. It's okay. kind of like the FedEx Cup points. <laughs> gotcha. This is the same as Honda. Uh, I'm going to take Rory. Who do you like? Well, I think that's a great pick. He's obviously a really good yes, long iron player. <laughs> um, you know, this is a place you need long iron play. It's it's very important. I think back to a couple of the best long iron shots we've seen this year. And I'm kind of reeling. I don't. I don't like that. I'm reeling. I don't like that. I'm. This pick feels like I'm. I'm like on tilt. I'm taking Homa. I'm mad that I didn't take him at Genesis, even oh. though I talked about how I was going to take him. I'm taking back Homa. He's played really well here. He's got a couple top tens. I think a, a T17 in his last three or four starts. Um, yeah. re- you know, I, if you were to listen to the broadcast, you're not supposed to be allowed to take him out of California. Like, I mean, I think we've hit our saturation levels with that. That's like that year that the Steelers were going to the Super Bowl, and everybody's talking about how Jerome Bettis is from Detroit and like we, we wouldn't bash over the head with this. But like the thing, the reason well. I'm taking him is because like I'm not going to take him in a major given his Why? track record. Okay. There. Yeah. And he's playing the best. He's on a heater right now. So like I'd rather try and catch the end of a heater knowing the cyclical nature of golf. Maybe he'll surprise me and be like great all year, but he's probably going towards like going to have a little bit of a lull here in his play, you know? So I'm hoping I catch the end of that. But, you know, like other guys like Jason Day would be an interesting pick because of um, the recent form and he's played well here. Obviously, 
Um, and it like, you know, if it gets windy and all that stuff, it kind of becomes this like up and down contest because nobody's hitting a lot of greens and he's really great around the greens. Um, you know, I like Fitzy a little bit. Fitzy's a good pick. Healthy. He's had some neck, neck issue or something. Um, what about Hoagie? He's played well at some big events here this year. Telling you, he is the most slept on really good player on tour. I, I know that I've been banging this drum this year, but I think he's been tiny he's, tables here for four years. But yeah, I think he's honestly like really, really good. And because I think that we we we've been in on Hoagie for the for long haul. But like, I do think he's like extraordinarily undervalued in the uh, greater golf sphere. I could be wrong, though. Justin I think he Wright. might honestly we might look back on the year and say this is the year that Tommy Tables overtook Jordan Spieth. Oh god. <laughs> Spieth is scared of him. He he it, said as he much when he gets in contention. Yeah, you don't want to go up against Justin Ray tweeting over the last five years, no course on the PGA tour has yielded more approach shots outside two hundred yards than the Bay Hill Club and Lodge. The lawn par threes, averaging 216.5, which, of course, Rory has talked about hitting the same club into on all four. Um, hey, real quick, subscribe to the Friday newsletter. Yeah. I wrote I wrote a piece defending the lack of variety. Yes, there we go. How about that? <laughs> something, I literally Excuse wrote it. something I never thought I'd write in my life. So... I mean, I personally like this event because I've gone to it a few times for work. With you played with Grayson Murray. I was in a pro-am with Grayson Murray one time. Uh, Highlights or, of your career. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you like it? Are you? Where are you? It's, I'm hearing more and more like it's broken you. You're writing things about how the lack of variety is a good thing. Is, are you in? You like the screened-in porches? I know that. Um, but it's a it's a different kind of pga tour event here's the here's the thing what we want and what we need more from the pga tour is identities week to week and would i like to play this golf course on a regular basis absolutely not does the design inspire me in any ways absolutely not but there is something about a golf course and a setup that flusters players and and i think that that is just in nature, something that more courses and setups should do. I think the obviously the variety, the it actually creates variety because of what we talked about a little bit after Riviera, the lack of variety that par fours create now. Your your par four has to be over five hundred yards in order to get a player to hit a long iron. So thus, like most places don't have space for that. So Therefore, like the only time you can really get long irons in the hands of of good players, of uh, of prof- tour professionals, is par threes and par fives. And the thing about par fives is par fives, like that long iron shot, lacks consequence. Right? You're like, oh, if I if I leave if I dump this in the bunker on the on the fat side of the green, I can get up and down for a birdie, but I'm not going to lose a shot. Right? Mm-hmm. That switches with a long par three right all of a sudden these tour pros who hate making bogeys stand on the tee and they think oh no if i don't hit this shot i've got a good shot at making a bogey so 
you know, I would never say this is a great set of par threes, but it might be a great set of par threes in the sense of creating a unique and different test of golf for the tour professionals for the PGA tour. And you know, like we you've highlighted, we don't get a lot of mid irons anymore. And this one, you get some long irons and mid irons. Yeah, not a ton, but there's more than the most. So between the long par threes, so I think the shortest par three is one ninety six, um, and then there the rest are like two fifteen to two thirty. So between that, and then they have uh, four par f- uh, par fives. One of them, the sixteen, is kind of like a short iron though, because it's yes. five ten. Yeah. So so there's seven chances of like fairway wood long iron to mid iron approaches. That's unheard of. In professional golf, absolutely unheard of. Now and I would argue. Go ahead. We see a lot of wedge and short iron approaches. So, like the idea of like a short iron, a, sh- a short par three, it's kind of what par fours are for these guys. There's a lot of short par threes after their tee shot. And I mean, it's had pretty strong fields since Tiger's been coming here, and Arnie was kind of the king of it. And the winners, I mean, kind of sort of exhibit this fact, right? I mean, Rory obviously has always played well here. Tiger, I, let's go 07. We have VJ won it. Tiger's won it four times since then. Ernie L's, those are three good players. Tiger, Ernie, VJ, not bad. Um, you've got Rory Molinari when he was like at the peak of his powers, kind of coming off Carnoustie. Jason uh, Day. Bryce, Bryson and Scheffler in recent years. Hatton Jason Day was of, twenty. Jason Day was twenty sixteen. So that's during yes. the eighteen month span where he was playing. I think he went on to win the players that year too. And it was in between uh, his players win and his PGA win. So like 15. in yeah in yeah. his heater of like greatness. Yeah. So it's been a. Do you know why? Do you know why Matt that Every. this is the case? Aside from Matt Every going back to back, it's been kind of really top ranked players always winning why do you know why why because the very best players are the very best long iron players long iron. that's the, the hardest iron. thing to yes. do in golf is to be a great long iron player and that's the set sa- like when everybody talks about the rollback like uh, the idea of rolling back and getting like one of the big reasons is that like the hardest thing to do in golf doesn't like doesn't happen more than Exist. two or three times in a round yeah. now. And it's super sad. So like the well, whole idea of a rollback, you know, if you're just looking at the lens of professional golf, it's like, can't we just like have a better idea? Who's the greatest players in the world by, because like they actually have to hit long irons. They have to hit wedges. They have to hit mid irons. Like that's the whole idea. It's not, it's not about like taking away from somebody's like taking away, it's about actually showcasing pushing. how good these guys are. Yeah, pushing the even more of the, the the talent to the top. But yeah, that's what I mean. That was the whole point of listing off those winners. It seems to get at supporting. Hey, lawn these are you know lawn irons demand. Uh, when you're demanding lawn irons, you're going to get a list of winners like that. So, um, anything else? I I actually think like now that I think about it is like. You know, when the NBA got rid of the hand checking rule, what happened was the skill of the offensive player was able to shine more, right? Yeah. 
they're yes. able to do more. Like it, yes. it became a more beautiful. It, it may yeah. became a more beautiful game. People will look at like, oh, if you roll back the ball and equipment, you're making the game harder. But that's the wrong way to think about it. It's you're actually showcasing skill more because you're asking for more skill. And like the thing about pro golf is when these guys are asked to do things that are different, like some guys just like kind of like you see it's like, oh, like you hear, hear about tour pros who are like, I would I could hit this shot, but I don't have to hit it. I don't ever have to practice it, you know? And that's the idea is that all of a sudden they would, you know, they would practice these things and do more of them. And it's more entertaining. Like yeah. th- those shots are more entertaining than the 400 yard drives almost always. Right. We've talked about this. When everybody hits it that, like that. Right. It's the approach shot coming into a green coming. In, but yes, what? Yes. It's not the 400 yard drive off the toe that still finds the middle of the fairway. So, um, all right, that's it. Bay Hill, like a, a, just a great event. A great, maybe I'm going too far. Good, there, but good one event. we've come to appreciate for sure, and I imagine it will deliver again this weekend. The weather looks kind of wild on Friday; it's going to blow uh, pretty hard. So uh, we'll see what the conditions are. We're, we're still recording early, so a lot of guys are going to talk on Wednesday. Rom talked today. How about Eric Cole getting a press conference after John Rom stepping up into the big time there, minor league golf tour? I don't understand why of with all the players there, Eric Cole's getting a press conference. Well, I think a bunch of them are coming tomorrow. It looks like we're getting Rory and, and all the others, the regulars. Um, uh, Scotty, Homa, Cam Young, Patrick Cantley. I'm kind of interested to hear Cam Young. We don't get him very often in the, as a press conference. So um, that's Bay Hill. Opposite that is the Puerto Rico Open. That's oh, on Golf baby. Channel. Uh, well, let me give you your times here. Bay Hill is... What two to six on Thursday, Friday? Do we get extra hour of light this weekend? I think no. Maybe that's next weekend. That might be during the players. Um, and then five to I don't know, whatever. Two thirty to six on NBC on the weekends. Then opposite that we have the Puerto Rico Open. That's ten a.m. to one p.m. on Thursday and Friday. Golf Channel and Peacock. So a little mid morning lunchtime Puerto Rico Open. The field is not particularly strong, as you can imagine. The designated events, I wouldn't say are cannibalizing these because these weren't strong last year, right? It's just <laughs> yeah, they aren't cannibalizing got- anything. These events are the same. They're an unnecessary appendage to the PGA Tour and should be well should be jettisoned immediately. Jettisoned. Um, well, I was this, reading, these should I be corn was- fairy events. There's a corn fairy tour is not playing this week. This should be a corn fairy tour event. It should. It should. I was reading, I think somebody, Ben Coley, was suggesting like uh, these events maybe aren't even getting the young up and comers anymore. Like we've seen Tony Finau and Hovland win here. Like, are they even going to get that element anymore? Those guys just, I mean, A, they don't get in or B, they're just focusing on Corn Ferry and other stuff, trying to get up to elevated. But maybe that that was, I don't know precisely what his contention was, but it, it did seem to indicate we're not even getting like these chances for a Fina or, or Hovland to pick off a win. So uh, you want to go through the field? You you demanded I not look into it. I've seen some glimpses, some tweets. I saw there's articles about John Rollins' odds and can I, Tommy Can I just point odds. something out? What? 
so on the on the new field list um yeah yeah on the new website yeah there's um there there's a world ranking thing i mean there's there's 20 probably 25 30 uh, close to 30 players in this field that aren't ranked in the world rankings like 30 of them wait like not even on like 1300th in the world they're not even in the system I, I, well, they aren't like pulling their numbers in. So I don't know if that is like the high, maybe it's like outside the top thousand because they have 954 in the world ranking. That's probably what it is. There's honestly like 30 players. So like almost a quarter of the field is not in the top thousand of the world rankings. It does look like Robert Gamez is in this field. I made a joke. What about are you doing? You're, you're not supposed to look at the field. I was looking at the odds for a second. I think like... It, you're it's ruining... Like Hold on. You right, go ahead, go ahead. You're ruining the game. What's the game? What's the game you got for the our Puerto Rico Open? Our first option. The, ga- field the game is in, out, or alternate? <laughs> okay. The alternate list... I thought if they'd gone through the alternate list. Maybe I'm wrong. Go ahead. I'm trying right. to stay cold there. First first up, the Dutch boy. Is he in, out, or is he an alternate? Dutch boy's getting in designated events. Phoenix Open. No, not bad. Credentials. I got to say he's in. So Dutch boy Ricky Barnes is in. He's one for one. Paint the town in Puerto Rico. Red. All right. All right. We'll go with uh, Ted Is he a Wilson Purdy. staffer still? Is I he think Don- so. Dinah Power might get him back in the game. All right, Ted, Ted Purdy. Purdy. In, out, or alternate? In. He uh, that's incorrect. He's an alternate. He's close. Oh, all right. There's a couple couple so players in decide not to make the pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he might be out because a lot of times I feel like he WDs when he's when he's an alternate and gets in last minute. Yeah. Checks the flight prices. They're they're too much <laughs> for him to go down there and miss the cut. Does the cost benefit? Oh, so you're one for two. You're one all for right. two. All right. Let's go with John Houston. <laughs> all right. Um. So he got in the 3M or Rocket Mortgage last year, and people That's were hollering correct. about it. So I'm going to say out. I'm going to say you're right. Like a curveball. You're giving two me. for three. Right. I was right. trying to okay. trying to entice yeah. you to do it. Baby yeah. Walrus out. In. Come on. No. Come on. <laughs> Craig Stadler via Junior, what? Craig Major Stadler Medical is still. In. Is he still Major Medical? Why well, was Kevin he, Stadler, not Craig? Kevin, Stadler. not Craig. Kevin. Craig could be in too. Who knows? Craig could be in. Is I that a major he, medical? No, he's, he's last year. He's last year's one twenty-five plus is his category. He's well, are we all one twenty-five plus? I'm one twenty-five plus. I think that's it's an undefined you garn- ending. Garnered. That's what so many of these guys are. It's wild. It's wild. They added the exemption category to the field list. You cannot be looking at the field. I see what you're doing right now. Don't be looking at the field. I can't have you cheating. I'm not looking at names. I just I've learned to look at some of these exemption categories. I mean, beyond 125 is an indefinite range. We're all. I'll tell you what it exactly is. I don't want okay. beyond right. 150 on prior seasons FedEx Cup playoffs and el- eligibility points list. You could be 
You could have played and gotten zero points and been in that category. It's insane. Who was the guy that got in via finishing DFL in the no cut? Ryuji Amada, the, the <laughs> DFL to Zozo. He's, not, he's, on the, he's on the list. Is he in? Oh, yes. Out okay. or alternate since you brought me to him. Uh, out. I'm going to say out. He had two to have for wasted five. That. He's in the Left. field. Damn. I'm two for five. Two for five. You've just what? missed on the I last. Got... You were two for three, and then you missed on Baby Walrus, and now you just missed okay. on Ryuji. Right. Okay. Two for five. Okay. All right, we're gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with Chandler Phillips. Oh, God! I could not pick him out of the lineup. Chandler He's number one on the Corn Ferry Tour points list. That's right. That's right. I've seen him around a lot. I'm gonna say in. Out. He's not in the field. Number one player on the Corn Ferry yeah, Tour. That was a giveaway. You list. give it away right there. That you were just to make a point about Corn Ferry guys getting jammed. You not, gave it away. Not playing, not playing this week, but not in the field. The number one guy on your developmental tour when you're sir, scrounging the bottom of the barrel for for players to play in this is not in the field. So you're two for six. You All right. can't like I don't want to pounce on the guy. You can't have Craig Stadler in the field if you take yourself as a serious <laughs> sporting Kevin. organization. Kevin, I'm sorry. God, Kevin. I'm getting pelly with the Stadlers. You Me can't too. have Kevin Stadler in the field. He was a great, good player at one point, one on the PGA Tour. You just cannot have that. You cannot abide by it. You have to bring guys up. All right, go ahead. All right. Uh, we got, uh, we'll go with Spike McCroy. Our guy, oh, our old Spike. friend from Alabama, insurance, insurance salesman, salesman <laughs> or mortgage broker, whatever he is. And it sounds like a great guy. We got a lot of intel about how nice of a person he is in You're Alabama. You're two for six right now. Spike McCroy. In, out, or alternate? Out. Alternate. How? I think he's like the fourth alternate. He's got a good shot at getting it. He'll be on the plane. You know, he's making the, he's doing well. The mortgage rates, he's doing all right. All right. So you're or whatever. Two for Insurance, seven. whatever After he's doing. After a hot start, that. you're really cooled off here. I think I've, I've got some mind games. I've ordered this in a way that I yeah, think would throw you sure. for some loops. Just lay right. me trapped. Boo Weekly, in, out, or alternate? Oh, man. In. Did I miss? He's You're he's in. in. You're, you're, okay. He's in. So that's three for three I for eight. I like three an audit of Boo Weekly's recent. Like, what, what, what has he done on the PGA Tour? In uh, here's he a gets, quick. He here's a quick. Colonial here's he a quick audit. Champ. He yeah. is outside the top one thousand in the world rankings. <laughs> of course, he's like fishing and stuff. He's not. Like, uh, anyways, whatever. He gets All right, so you're three, three for and, nine. Go ahead. 33% go right now. You're failing. Dick Johnson. Well, to be fair, this is an insane game. <laughs> this is like throwing darts blindfold. Well, to be completely honest, you're hitting exactly what you expect. There's three choices and you're 33%. There you go. So Dick Johnson. Which one are we going with? R- Richard, Richard S. Johnson. S. Johnson. The Swede. I'm going to say he's in. He's You're been, right. He's been, yeah, he's been around. Four for this ten. Is, this is the Dick Johnson zone, this event. Derek Ernst. Um, Improbable winner of the Wells Fargo in, I sure. think, 2013. Right. Then 
It hasn't really uh, done anything since. I think since. it was 23rd. And the rainstorm beat Phil Mickelson. I think it was rainy, in uh, soggy, Shane Ryan's book, Slaying, Slaying the Tiger. There's oh, yeah, a great that's... chapter about yeah. Derek Ernst and how he, he himself was very surprised at the win. UNLV product. Um, maybe a past champions category. Maybe he's in via that. In. I think it's the 150 category, okay. and you're right. He's in. Okay. <laughs> Hot right. streak. You're five for go. 11. Here we go. Coming. All right, Carlos Franco. The Herbe Mate, Herbe, Herbe Mate tea enthusiast has a caddy that follows him with his tea, as we've been told by TK Kelly. Out. Carlos Franco wow. has to be Six out. Six for 12. What a comeback. You're up to 50%. Probably because he's playing the Cola Guard. He would prefer to play the Cola Guard, the dump in a box if he can. All right. That's Pearson Cootie. Pearson Cootie. In. Out. The hot streak is no more. What a dumb thing to not have him in the field. What a ridiculous thing. Six six at 13. You should have seen both those traps. Chandler Phillips I should have, and Pearson I should have Cootie seen, yeah, were clear traps laid by me. Get your point off and holler about this, that, and the other. Yeah. Omar. Omar. <laughs> um, it can't be. Out. Out. No, he's in. Six no, and yes. no. Yeah. <laughs> he's got lessons to teach. <laughs> he can't be down there. He's in. It's season starting in Texas. He should be out there teaching lessons. All right. All right. Here's a blast from the past. Jeff Overton. Boom, baby. He, I, I saw this one. I saw somebody tweet about his odds. He's in. I think he's like plus yeah. 66,000 to win or something. Boom, baby. Right. Seven that, for That's 15. a cheating. I'd seen that one on Twitter. Jeff we Hubbard. got four more. We're going to rapid fire through here. Hunter Mayhan. We could do this all day. Hunter Mayhan is not a professional guy. He's a tweeter. He's not in. Is he playing? Come on. <laughs> no, he's not playing. All right. He doesn't play anymore. All right. So eight of 16. You're 50%. You're back to 50%. There we go. You got three chances here to get you know, almost uh, D's get degrees. If you get all three of these right, you'll have a passing grade. Yeah. Charlie Belgian. In. I think alternate. In. You haven't picked oh. one alternate. <laughs> well, my odds are like in and out. I guess it depends on how many alternates you put on the list to mess with me. Alternate. Okay. All, all right. right. I don't, I, I lost track. You're 50%. So you're seven for 15 now. I think I'm seven for, yeah, something 15. like that. Okay. All right. Chris Couch. Oh, the 25-year major medical exemption is still going. I'm going to say he's in. He's out. All right. The major medical ran out. Okay. Last but not least, our guy, George McNeil. <laughs> Former contender at the Greenbrier. Which is now a live event. Maybe he'll be playing on live by the time they go to the Greenbrier. Two, seven for 16. Here's George McNeil. He is an alternate. He is in. Oh, come on. <laughs> Doing what? <laughs> playing golf? <laughs> you so know what? what the, I mean, the ironic. Here's the ironic thing about this list. I just ran down. It was it eighteen? 
18 players. Something like that. Yeah. 18 players. Two of whom, two players of these 18 are within the top 1,000 in the world golf rankings. <laughs> and those two are not in the field. Do you think this gets better ratings than Liv did? And I CW mean, this past year, like, the only why reason does it does exist? is because pro shops just have it on have and they don't change channel. the channel. That's the only way this gets Bars, better ratings. Pro shops, things like that. Yeah, I actually Damn. would say that the uh, here's the elevated live events are better than elev or better than uh, alter opposite opposite field events. Too many yeah. different denotations. Designated, elevated, live opposite, opposite. Alternate. Corn Fairy. Yeah. I'm just, it's, my mind's jumbled. I, I the, live, we can conclusively say are better than opposite field events. So, what are we so getting? You got out of seven this? for 18. I don't know, whatever. What are we getting out of this? Nothing. What is it? What is it? What is this? A two year exemption, doing? which shouldn't be earned. They shouldn't get points. it. The point of this is this field. Is honestly worse than a corn fairy tour event field. Yes, of course. That's a major problem. How is that? How can this be a PGA? How can you market this as a PGA tour event? These have to go. They they have no purpose whatsoever. I understood it when you'd have a WGC with 70 guys and all of a sudden like 20 of those spots, 30, 25 of those spots are from you know other world tours, and you had a bunch of PGA tour guys sitting at home pissed. I guess they kind of made sense then, even though they still weren't great. But now it's just when you have what what is what does Bay Hill have? 120 guys in it. Mm -hmm. You cannot have an opposite field event when 120 <laughs> members are playing elsewhere. You just can't. There's no justification for it. Um, all right, so that's your Puerto Rico Open elsewhere i just can't i can't believe i did when i put this together i didn't think about the world golf ranking aspect of it but the fact that that if you take those two guys out the two highest ranked players on that list that i just read off aren't in the field because they aren't qualified right 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 yeah they i mean if you're gonna have these events you should just have an exemption category of like top 25 on the kft yeah if especially if they aren't opposite of a kft event a KFT, yeah i feel like that we've has been shouting to happen. about that for like four years but yes um, i thought they were right, supposed I'll... to be better it doesn't seem like they're better no no they're worse if anything is neil lancaster in the field he's the first alternate <laughs> <laughs> almost made almost made the list uh, okay, so Puerto Rico Open, Arnold Palmer Invitational. On the champion store, we have the Colaguard Classic. That's Friday, 5 to 7. Looks like it's tape delayed, so you can watch that Friday night if you're home, 7 to 9 p.m. That's what it deserves, tape delay. The Dump in a Box Classic. Um, we got some some scoop, Senior Tour scoop, Senior Tour dump. Um, last year, the pack, there's a pack for the Champions Tour. Of course there is. Voted to take spot a spot away from the Monday qualifiers and reallocate it towards the all-time money list. Oh, the guys no. that the guys that can actually still compete are obviously not all caps, not happy. So the guys who can compete are, you know, a 51 year old journeyman who might light it up in these Monday qualifiers and be competitive. Steven Elker by, yeah, by chance, who's like dominating this tour. I think he Monday queued into like a Boeing and they just went on a heater. 
So the pack voted to take a spot away uh, and reallocate it towards the money list. Looking out um, for the good old boys. Yeah, so it looks like I'm not allowed to say the name. Certain players are going to get J.J. Henry awards of the senior tour um, where you just... Like, this is socialism. This isn't competition. These old guys, I mean, you're just giving guys spots who can't compete. I mean... So, there's your Colgard Classic minute. The Cedar Tour, along with opposite fields, have to be have to be not in the long-term plans of the tour. They shouldn't be. Yes. They're, they're, all, they're, they're making progress, sharpening their tools, getting better, paring down. There might be a pack meetings. You know, this is, should be at the top of the docket. Yeah. Eliminating the senior tour. <laughs> Does the PGA Who tour Who would be pack, the voice in the room arguing is- for champions tour in a, in a PGA tour pack meeting? Peppy Peter, like Peppy maybe. Peter? I don't know, guys. Like, I just you know, they, people want to see Bernard Lauder. Um, Who else? Whoever's close to the the senior to her age, the oldest guy. I know. In the room. That's the yeah, thing. Those guys that could it use like a little switches when when they see that career. they can like earn another twenty million dollars in their career. Twenty but, is a bit. Well, much. with sponsorships and everything, okay. Okay. you know. Yeah. Like yep. you get you get the, get that uh, couple that seven figure that equipment dump deal in a box. for a few more years. Like Jerry Kelly got a dump in a box sponsorship. He's going around preaching about colorectal cancer, guarding against that. Yeah, this wall behind me. Should I just put sponsor logos up and see if we could get South Colgard as a, a spot on the wall? What's the What's the Colgard commercial you talked about at the beginning of the year where they're singing? I do it my way. I do it my way. So I was at my head down on my computer. (laughs) And my daughter, who's six, like, Daddy, Daddy, it's the commercial you like. And I look up and it's that one. It's like my kids' (laughs) brains have been poisoned by this podcast because it came on once I started laughing in my family room. And now they've never forgotten it. And I had my head down. They're like, Daddy, it's your commercial you like. And it was that one. I did it my way. The anthropomorphic box. Can, can I up. run down the Puerto Rico, the full alternate list real quick as a send sure, off? To get, the we haven't done enough on the Puerto Rico <laughs> open. We should do more. Let's get back to that. I'll, I'll do the designation, the player and the designation. The what? Neil, Lan- Neil Lancaster's first past champion member. Number two, Charlie Belgian past champion what, member. What did Number Neil three, Lancaster win? Eric Assel, as- actually, past <laughs> champion member. We have gotten more messages about him really being a true and unparalleled asshole. Like that is that that reputation that stuck Listen, about him. Not I didn't. Being a great I didn't guy. give him that nickname because <laughs> I had multiple. I had heard multiple like anecdotes, unprovoked anecdotes of his asshole nature. Oh yeah. Before. All right, Spike what, McCroy. What, what do you genuine think? What good did- dude? What event did Neil Lancaster win that gives him past champion? It's like 1987 status? or something. No, something no, crazy. Not, <laughs> 94 Byron Nelson Golf Classic. <laughs> he beat Tom Byram, Mark Carnival <laughs> in a field, in a playoff. Uh, it looks like it was right. maybe two rounds. I don't, I don't understand. Was it a two round event? You won 67 65? 
1994, and now he's still getting 36 all of that. It looks like it. In 94, he's still playing. All right. Spike McRoy, past champion member. Guy Boros is fifth on the list. No, no, come on. (laughs) Big Tom Callahan is in the field. Oh, he's he's still on these. He's, he's still showing up on these lists. That he can't get in the cola guard. I cannot believe he's even on the list. So the ketchup popsicle, the woman in white gloves. Oh, big time, Cal. Fillet, Brendan Dion. <laughs> he was on the call last week. How many PGA Tour live and? Uh, Employees are also playing this week. Chopra, Rollins, I saw. Chopra and Rollins are in there. Um, is is Mark Wilson playing? It's it's like uh, you know. I don't see Mark Wilson's not on the okay. list. Okay, guy Boros, that cannot be. <laughs> veteran, he would not this play. Is, so does De Young is under veteran member? I don't know what that means. What a veteran member means. Play. But he's on the alternate list. Charlie Wee. We got four more names. These are all veteran members. Charlie Wee. Wow. Stack and tilt. Stack and tilt. I think he does PGA Tour Live, right? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so, though. I mean, you can tell me anybody does PGA Tour Live. <laughs> Maybe he does, actually. Now you've convinced me. I'm, I'm just, I've got a lot of doubt. Self-doubt now. All right. Sean um, McKeel. Really? I mean, honestly, of all the guys on this list, I would say he deserves a spot more because at least he won a major championship, right? Yeah. Of all the guys on this alternate list. Fine. Fine. All right. Mike Springer. I don't know who that is. I honestly don't know who Mike Springer is. You can tell me anything about Mike Springer. And I would, I would say, oh, that, that sounds like it could be true. I have no clue. I've been a golf fan since 1997, watched the sport very closely, and I have no clue who Mike Springer is. He was born in 1965, so he's 57, <laughs> turned pro in 88, went to Arizona. It looks like he's got six wins. Six wins. Maybe Corn Ferry wins. He won the Kmart Greater Greensboro Open. Kmart, I don't even think is still. Maybe are they still around? And the Greater Milwaukee Open in 1994. He won the J.C. Classic, which was the co-edit deal with Melissa McNamara in 1993. That's 30 years ago, Andy. <laughs> 1993. Um, and had yeah, won four times in the Corn Ferry. I don't know much about Mark Springer. I mean, Mike here's Springer. the thing: what do uh, you Mike think? Or Mark? What do you think Mike Springer is thinking about as this alternate list, as he pops up on the alternate list? Do you think he gets an email and he like turns to his wife and or kids? Should I play? Should I give like, it one more go? <laughs> Can I... Guy Boros? I mean, 94. You're talking... That would be like... That would honestly be like Patrick Ewing being on like... <laughs> On the, yeah, right on the practice squad of a NBA team, and they have an injury run, and he's on the roster at age sixty, whatever. Right. right. This is that's legitimately what we're talking about. And then Dick Mast is the last name. Who no, obviously he's, he's, 
I think he's really? 68. <laughs> What's your veteran member? Nothing but Bermuda and Puerto Rico for about 10 years. Literally two starts a year. Bermuda, Port- Barracuda, Puerto Rico, that kind of stuff. So you got to fix this. Um, schedule for the week. Let's finish it off with the women, the LPGA, and the oh, HSBC. I can't believe Women's World Championship. That's overnight golf, 9.30 p.m. Uh, to 2.30 a.m. Eastern time starting Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, are you watching the Darius Rucker Intercollegiate at Lonco? Well, that's a good event. That's on uh, Wednesday if you care to watch that Wednesday. Maybe that's the that's the real event of the week. Why? Because it's a college event at a cool course. By PXG sponsored uh, musician uh, whatever, Darius Rucker. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just they sponsored uh, Darius Rucker. All right, the wagon wheel. It. How's that event not called the Wagon Wheel? <laughs> I mean, that's not even his song. He remixed it. Everybody now, everybody born yesterday thinks he's the, you know, writer of that Wagon Wheel. I well, maybe it, it should be uh, "Hold My Hand" or something, or the yeah, comeback all song. Yeah. All right, maybe it's the "All Right" by Darius Rucker. God. Presented by Darius Rucker or something like that. Oh, man. It's just a big miss. Yeah, the wagon wheel is pretty good, though. Uh, that does it for this Wednesday episode on March 1st. Everyone, enjoy your hump days, and we will talk to you on Friday. 